0: This episode is brought to you by MSW Nutrition and Lounge, a partner in the Howdy Health Network. For decades, I've struggled with various gut and autoimmune issues, which have forced me to alter my life and career. Within the last year though, after undergoing numerous blood tests, I've discovered that a majority of my health problems, they've been linked to vitamin and mineral deficiencies. Because I am now able to see what I was deficient in, I can also supplement against those deficiencies with a proper daily vitamins and minerals, as well as receive weekly IVs that are specific to my needs. This has changed the game for me. Today, not only do I feel like a completely new person, my ability to focus in life and business has increased, my athletic performance is better now than when I was a collegiate athlete, and most importantly, the relationship I have with myself as well as the people I care about most, they are all thriving, and I'd love for you to feel the same way. So no matter where you are at in your health journey, whether it is scheduling your blood work or supplementing for your health needs, the beautiful part is the community at MSW and How do you Health. they will listen to you and help you figure out the best path for you. So go to HowDoYouHealth.com and use code THRIVE15 for 15% off all products and services. What's up, my name is CJ Finley and this is a Thrive On Life podcast. I started a brand called Thrive On Life to help other mission-based people, brands and businesses thrive. Each week we interview people on topics of business, health, relationships, mindset and much more to help us thrive in all areas of life. If the messages in this podcast resonate with you, but you're still feeling a little bit stuck in actually implementing these ideas, I'd love to help you on a more personalized level or connect you with somebody that can. So please reach out. Also, if you've got a friend who you know could benefit from hearing this episode, please share the love with them. My goal is always to spread positive impact through the sharing of knowledge, and I would be honored if you could help me achieve this goal. Today's episode is with two of my good friends and the couple behind one of my favorite products, Violet Fog Potions. Dan and Katie Brigham bring out the best in each other, but don't mince words when it comes to the struggles they have had within their own relationship. Because of this, I knew they were the best couple I could have chosen to highlight during the week that Valentine's Day occurred. Within today's episode, you will hear how two very strong people have come together to work on their differences and build an even better life together, as well as tips and tricks for you to strengthen your own relationships with both yourself and those around you. I am very excited for you to hear this raw and authentic combo, so let's get right into it and give it up. For the Bringham's, what is up, fam? CJ Finley here, back with another episode of the Thrive on Life podcast, and this month is February, which means it's Valentine's Day. So, whether you like Valentine's Day or not, well, I don't care if you do or not. We're gonna bring on <laughs> another couple, which who I love, and right now I'm drinking one of their potions. We will get into that later. But one of the reasons that I bring a couple on every single February is because I want to talk about the challenges. That life throws at partnerships, especially when you are two go-getters. So Mr. Dan and Mrs. Katie Brigham are here with us on the show today, and they're both go-getters in their own right, and that can create some conflicts because when one person wants to go and do something, and another person wants to go and do something else, it can be conflicting because they both want the best for themselves and also each other which is interesting because today it's a Friday and I thought we were just going to roll right into this podcast and it was going to be bells and whistles and and, and flowers as usual. (laughs) I'm kidding. But I rolled into kind of a little fight. You called it a tiff that they were in. And I was wondering, Dan, you called it, the fart of the week. <laughs> the fart <laughs> of the week.
1: <laughs> what? I wanted to what emphasize that that was the shittier part of the week. <laughs> yeah. That's not what it's always like.
2: You really did walk into the fart of the week, okay. CJ.
1: So the,
0: the reason he said that is because I asked them before we were prepping to actually press record here. I asked them how their week went and they were like, oh, besides the fart of the week, it was a really good week.
2: The, the fart you- of the week is CJ came in and saw Dan and I arguing downstairs in the garage.
1: We didn't know. <laughs> Because, you know, you were behind us, but yeah. the, the, the car doors were wide open. <laughs> and we, so we step out and Katie's like, Ah oh, shit. He just definitely heard us arguing. Yeah. No, I no, like, so I, I, like, I had good no job, clue.
2: CJ has heard everything.
0: I had no clue. So here here's what went through my mind. So if you're listening right now to give context in the complex that we're in, there's a garage and then there's a, a visitor's parking on the first floor and there's a lobby. So y'all had parked like off site and I told them to come through into the garage and and park there because it's easier, number one. Right? And then I was just like, okay, so they drive through. And I kind of caught a glimpse of you like talking to each other <laughs> when you're coming into the garage. So I was like, I don't know if something's up, but maybe something's up. Um, <laughs> but I was staying in the lobby. And then it was like two minutes go by. And I'm like... Lots of hand waving as we drive. Does she not know that the lobby's here? So I go out and then I realize, like, you know how like your phone has like 5GE? It doesn't have like service. So I don't really have service in that area. So I'm like, they probably aren't getting my texts or I'm not getting their texts. And then I was like something's definitely up. (laughs) Like I could definitely tell, but we won't get into the context of that. I just really appreciate it. We were fighting
2: because I was trying to get content before going (laughs) here. I was like, I love this podcast. I have like a way I want to promote it. And Dan was just like, not feeling getting the content. And then it just,
1: the challenge is is like work never really stops, right? When you're working together, like people talk about bringing work home. Like that's, that's where the work happens Mm -hmm. is at our home. And and so sometimes, like I hadn't really seen her all day, I was like, "Hey, we have this little minute before the podcast. Like, I just want to hang out with you for a second, see yeah. how, how your day was." And she just wanted to shoot content, and that was basically where the conflict started. I don't think either one of us was wrong. Yeah, maybe I was wrong. Just just to it's save never, myself. never. You were yeah, a little cranky. Like, no, the the it's always more of how you
0: went about communicating that, and we were. Ta- That's true. Erin and I were talking about this on our last podcast because she's a lot like like you, where I'm like shooting nonstop and just like, we got to do this and we got to do go do that. Yeah. Um, and she's more reserved in that, right? And wants to just like spend time and, and things like that. But on the other hand of it, she'll be like, she wants this this life, right? This lifestyle. So I'm like, these little moments are the ones that actually add up mm-hmm. in the long run. So there is no right or wrong. It's just time and place, I would think. But regardless, I appreciate you showing up here today. I know that it's tough and we were just talking about this before we got on. There isn't that many married couples around us in Austin, Texas and y'all, y'all yeah. are newly married. So congratulations. Thank and you. the first qu- kind of question I have is what is it like to start something as you are, weren't married before, but now that you are married, have you felt like there's a transition at all or is it kind of the same old same old like what what does your lifestyle look like in terms of working together as a unit on the potions
1: so katie and i have a business together right now we started it maybe like around the beginning of of last year but katie's been an entrepreneur they're
2: adaptogenic blends we'll they're the it. best okay sorry go on
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm drinking shameless, one right now shameless plug <laughs> yeah um but before that you had been you know an entrepreneur for for a long time, like before you even met me. Yeah. So I I feel like before we were ever even married, I was always kind of working on Katie's businesses. And it's and it's like a great outlet for me because I've always wanted to get into that, but always wind up like caught in the the corporate world. The backstory is like, we've just been, basically like our whole relationship, that's kind of what it's been like. So getting married, I don't feel as much of a difference working together. The bigger difference is just like your life changes when you get married, right? Like this is no longer at all temporary. This is like we're thinking, you know, till the end. And so things that you do day to day and things that you set up for each other are just you're thinking a lot more forward. So I don't think that working, at least for me, doesn't feel very different.
2: No, there's things that will be different. Like we're going to have to like do our taxes differently. Yeah. Like we'll have to do that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that is true. That definitely changes.
2: But I do feel like we've been working together from the start. Yeah, because you've been helping me with my business, you know. I remember like with the Violet Fog blog, you know, I always had such a hard time making money with it. And I remember talking to you about this CJ on the first podcast that we did together. And Dan really like came in just like whoosh like no, like you're not going to be putting in all this time and like barely making any money. Like this is not going to fly if we're together. And he's in sales and so good at it. And he got me a lot of brand deals. You know, so there's a lot that, that was Dan the only is
1: thing like, I knew. I was like, all right, I, I don't know SEO, I don't know content. But I'll get you some I'll get you some yeah. deals. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get that at least. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah. For sure. I do think there are times now, like being married, that like you're that you have moments like, oh shit, this is forever. Are you do you really work this way? Oh my gosh, like I'm stuck with this, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. There
0: If you know, he doesn't, then he's not human. That's yeah, what I would say is we yeah, all have yeah, those yeah. moments of like, Jesus.
1: But, like But that and and, and it's tough, right? Because when you when you work on something, like you're putting all this effort into something. And so sometimes when you don't feel the person is reciprocating in a certain way, you'll get frustrated by that. And then when it's your partner, it does create this like, oh man, like, can I change them? But at the same time, I shouldn't change them. I should accept them because they're my partner. Yeah. Like it creates this like internal dilemma where if I was just working with someone that I wasn't married to, I'd want to coach them and I'd want to give them feedback. But it, because it's my partner, I have to really balance how frequently I do that or how, if I do it at all. Which Dan
2: is... expects me to be the type of workhorse that he is. <laughs> and it's it's never going to happen. He is so go, he, go, can go, he's still go, up, go. Can he's still
1: upset about the <laughs> he's argument. He's like, go, go, go,
2: go, go. Efficiency, efficiency, efficiency. Like, get it done. Get it done. And like, I love to get stuff done too. But like, I really look at Dan like a freak of nature in that way. Like, not everyone can operate at that level of efficiency.
1: But I think over time, so, you know, because we've been doing this now for a while, like I said, th- I've focused less on, all right, I need I need to change this person. Mm-hmm. And more of like, okay, I've, I'm going to accept that Katie is who she is. I can't change that. This is her work behaviors. Yeah. How do I How do you maximize that? I'm always going to yeah, be yeah. a space cadet,
2: babe. It's I'm always going to be a space yeah. cadet. And
0: that's yeah. the reason that I asked that question. I was hoping you would I, – I knew you were going to answer it in this way is that ultimately I'm always thinking of the end listener. So if you're listening to this – the thing about building a business with somebody else is I feel like you're going to know whether that's the right person or not, whether you could work with them. So it's like, yeah. it's kind of funny. Like I heard this, this quote of like from Naval, like if you can't work with somebody for your entire li- lifetime, don't work with them for a day. Oh, so like there's that. no surprise to me. The reason I pose that question is I see your new branding now and I see it starting to take off and I love it, but it's, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised just because of the working relationship you have being more synonymous to each other so like one person is good at one thing another person's good at another thing and I think unfortunately both in business we were talking about this with employees uh Dan and with your partners a lot of people seek the same and I look up to y'all because you're you have stark differences yeah and Aaron and I have very stark differences you guys totally and you notice that like is
2: differences
0: the community around us like I mentioned like isn't we're, it's a young city and like not that many people are married. Yeah, And I think one of the troubles is people look for people similar to themselves rather than complimentary to yeah. themselves. So my question for you is from the moment y'all met, did you know that that was complimentary or was there thoughts of like, oh my God, can I even put up with this person? Can
2: I take this one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go for it.
2: Because I knew, I knew from the start it would be complimentary. I, For me, even just work-wise, I cannot be with someone that works like me if we're going to do business together because not enough would get done and like too many things would slip through the cracks. I'm really good at like creative and relationship building and, you know, ideas and like,
1: So I'm just bad at those things?
2: No, you're so good at, oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) This is exactly
0: how Aaron responds to me when I say something. There's so much
2: that Dan is. is That's exactly
0: what you said, by the way. But (laughs) I
2: need someone that really is good at structure and just is like a doer. And Dan is a doer. And I'm a doer too. I get a lot done, but like sometimes I don't think it's like to the level of like which I need, you know, or like I'm just so ADHD. I can just go off on tangents all the time. So I do. I think like,
1: that's the bigger thing. That I think is that the bigger you, thing. You, I, I say it to you a lot. That's the, that's the magic. You're though. always, you're always like busy.
2: Yeah. I'm always I'm busy. Like,
1: but you just got to focus on these two big rocks. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you got to do today. Yeah. And that's, and that's something I've like realized too. I, I used to like be like, okay, I'll give her like no guidance. And I know, She's going to figure it out. And now I'm like, actually, no, that's not the case. I need to give her some, like,
2: mm-hmm. I need a little bit of just focus structure. on these
1: two things because then you will.
2: Yeah, um, for sure. And anytime I start to get annoyed at Dan for being like certain ways, like, I try to reel it back and tell myself, like, that's what I need though. You know, like, I can't be annoyed at the thing that I really need. I do need someone that is much more grounded. But it's like my natural, you know, it's just natural for me to kind of fight it a little bit because like I don't love routine, but I know routine is good for me, you know, so.
1: Yeah. When I met Katie, the first time she ever came to visit, she was living in California. And so, and she was waking up at like 11, 12.
2: (laughs) I was working until like two or three. And and I
1: just like, I like, I'm like a morning person. Like I just wake up. And so she came to visit me. And the very first morning, I think I was up at like eight, which was like six for you. Yeah,
2: you started shaking the blanket, and you're like, <laughs> "Come on, babe, let's go, like suck the day's dick, or like something like that." <laughs> I was like,
1: "Time to suck the day's dick." Yeah, let's I, do it. and I was
2: like, "I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but back then, I never like until we moved in together. Then it felt more real and like mm-hmm. your business and everything. When you're in California, I never had a concept of it but I also remember we went to Yosemite and it was like our first trip together and we were driving through do you know do you know what I'm going to talk about yes and the whole way like I drive the whole time I'm also navigating on my phone I picked out like the whole itinerary not because I'm a control freak because like
2: you are a control freak though I am
1: but like also just because like Katie just you know is like wow it's so beautiful here like (laughs) (laughs) head in the clouds I love to just wing it and so we get to this one base camp and I'm like unloading all of our stuff I've literally got like three suitcases I've got everything and she's like taking content and I'm like are you going to help me at all? And you're like, what? What's going on? And I was just. Sounds like a TV show. I was so yeah. annoyed <laughs> you I spilled had, your coffee. I had everywhere. my coffee in my hand and I just, I squeezed it and it just like. Spilled. It went
2: everywhere. And he was like, it's tough being the leader sometimes. Yeah. And that at. was
1: when I, but that was the, the, this moment I realized I was like, oh wow, like this is her personality type. She is like lovable, but space cadet and head in the clouds. But I also like yeah. love that about you. Aww. And. That's just not me. So it's like, it's funny. There's like this part of her personality that I love, but it's also like the thing that annoys me the most. Yeah, for sure. Just like you love this leader thing, but you hate it at the same time.
2: Yes, totally. I love to, and I love to rest more. I remember on that trip, I had another like, just to go into our dynamic of working together, like this trip really was symbolic of like what it would be like to be together and business. And I do think a lot of couples can look at that like, how are you in your regular life together probably will look like that in business. Remember when I was like, I just seriously need to take a nap. Like, I just want to take a nap so bad. And you were like, what? We're in Yosemite, like blah, blah, blah. And I remember taking a nap. It, like he finally was like, okay, let's take a nap. And I looked over after like half an hour and Dan's just wide-eyed looking at the ceiling, twiddling his thumbs. Just can't wait for like me to like wake up and get going. Again.
1: I, mean, I was like, we're in Yosemite. Like I yeah. need to go do something right now.
2: And that's how it is at, with work with us. You know, if I say like, I need to go take a nap, you'll be like, all right, babe, like have fun, take your <laughs> nap. And then I'll come downstairs and you're just like ready to like jump right back into it, you yeah. know?
0: Right I mean, there's a lot to unravel there, but I'm just so appreciative right now and grateful <laughs> because like, this is my career. This yeah. is awesome. Like Aww. y'all y'all are awesome. Um, and I'm just very blessed to be sitting here right now and, yeah. and watching you continue to- to thrive. Uh, so before we get to the next question, I just wanted to
1: acknowledge that, because um, this is a lot of fun. Um, well, you, so you much know, fun. when I when Katie first moved here, I uh, I didn't know anyone that did content creation. So I just like went on Instagram and was like looking up people in Austin that seemed like they were into health, yeah. and you came up, and I remember I followed you, and then like the next day we ran into you and Aaron,
2: at Whole Foods. Oh at Whole Foods, yeah. At Whole Foods. I remember
1: that. And I was like, yeah. I was like, are you? Yeah, like, yeah. you saw my hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and, that. And I and I remember being like, all right, this dude's like, so this guy's cool. really cool. And then I started, you know, I've been kind of following your journey too, and it's really cool to just see like your ability to network and make connections yeah, is for real. super impressive. So, it really
2: is, CJ. You're a little little celebrity. In Austin.
1: Well, the goal is to be
0: rich, not necessarily famous. But <laughs> hey, your 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 network is your network. Rich, right? yeah. I call it um, rich in in connection. That's yeah. that's really what I've strived to chase in my life, and ultimately, it's just because, again, like y'all are a testament where you had an idea, and the cool thing about your story, and if you want to hear more about Katie's story, go to episode. Eighty nine for the whole Violet Fog story and how she started a blog and how it all transitioned into now y'all actually have a CPG product which is super inspiring not only to myself but to to my wife Erin because she's into s- this stuff like yeah. she literally was excited to get this this package yeah. today so Aww. I get brownie points just from y'all's product you should make brownies you. with the blend. yeah uh, that is a great it is idea really good with, yeah um, to do that. She, she's going out to dinner tonight maybe I'll actually do that and surprise her oh um,
2: that'd be so cute
0: but. Yeah, just the connections is really what it's all about. And that's where I'm just going to go with that theme and roll right into how has creating something together brought you closer? Because we've been talking a little bit about like the conflicts and, and how we acknowledge the differences in each person. But I think... Especially in today's world, and especially if you're married to Dan, where he's usually Team Red Team, and seeing the the pessimistic side of things. Oh, <laughs> hey, you can so argue I the point it in a de- second. Devil's advocate, <laughs> devil's advocate <laughs> side. Okay, I like that term better too. Let's talk a little bit about the positive. Make what, me sound yeah. like Eeyore over what is here. <laughs> the, hey, lean into it, man. Yeah, like if for you, real. if I'm you, just lean into yes. it because the world needs it. Like,
2: it's so true. You always know where you stand with Dan. Yeah. always. And I really do appreciate that.
0: I was, I was joking. You're just, try- you have a good heart and you're just trying to get the best out of everything. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's completely fine. What's up guys? I'd like to take a second to thank you for tuning into this episode with The Brighams. I hope you're loving this conversation so far. But before we get back into it, I have an opportunity I want to tell you about. As we all know, life is hard. It can beat you down, have you feeling low, and make it seem like you are alone. I'm here to remind you though, that the most worthwhile journeys, they are not meant to be taken alone. And right now you have the ability to take action and join others, including myself on the mission to make every heartbeat count. Head over to cjfinley.com and sign up for my daily newsletter, where I will be giving you information, impactful stories, tips and tricks, and access to a community who are focused on making an impact above and beyond themselves you also have the perk of exclusive giveaways, potential shout outs, and possibly even some collaborations. The least that will happen is you will walk away into every day with an extra pep in your step. My promise is that I will always do my best to help you thrive on life. And this newsletter is one of the best ways for me to help you do so. So if you're looking to get to the next level of your life, connect with like-minded individuals and have a daily dose of info that will help you thrive, Sign up for my newsletter at cjfinley.com. Now let's get back to the conversation with Dan
1: and Katie Brigham. To answer your question, there has been some really tough times, I think for any couple over the last couple of years, right? Because you're just so much stuff that's like going on. Uncontrollable. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And for us starting the business, I don't know if it was that or if it was just everything else, but you're forced into really dealing with things that like, could be issues. So, so if we didn't work together, right. And if Katie had her own nine to five and I had my own nine to five, so many of the challenges that we face as a couple, like just wouldn't even exist. And so instead we're forced to face those. And can you give an example? An example would be roles and responsibilities. So one of the, we listened to this podcast because we didn't know what the heck we were doing when we were starting this business. So we listened to this podcast about health aid kombucha yeah. and they said the most important thing when they started was they gave everyone, they went through all the responsibilities and everyone picked out responsibilities. So we did that and Katie had her responsibilities and I had my responsibilities. And whenever one of us are not getting our responsibilities done, that creates tension. And so an example was like we started doing email marketing and it's just like not Katie's forte and that's okay. Yeah. But we were just getting nothing out of it. And it was really frustrating. I think we worked it out really well. Like I was like, I'm just going to take it over and I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. But it's not always that that easy. And so the kind of direction I was going with that is you basically are put into these situations where you wind up being frustrated with your partner because you have things that are have nothing to do with business that probably your partner does that frustrate you. And so it really forces you to like, figure out how to work through those as a couple rather than like sweeping them under the rug. Cause if we sweep things under the rug, like the business suffers mm-hmm. and we are not going to actually be successful. So we're, it's just like, you're just forced to do it or give up the business. So essentially the business problems are forcing you to reflect and look
0: internally into how is this apl- applicable to like personal issues? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. I can attest to that. Our communication is
2: very strong. That's a positive. I'd say, like we don't, we don't even have a moment to sweep some something under the rug. I'm
1: also just someone that, like, I don't, I don't really sweep anything under the rug. Yeah, I would, lo- I would
2: love an hour or two, basically. <laughs> Literally, like, <laughs> I would love an hour or two here and there to sweep it under the rug and then revisit.
0: Yeah, one of the learned lessons that we've had, and that that brings up a great point in relationships, is understanding communication styles and like thoughts and feelings. Aaron will feel things way quicker than I will. Yeah, and like, say we get into an argument, I can't process it for, like, two days. It's, like, an interesting thing. Like, if we have an argument, I can wait two days, and then I'm like, oh, this is how I was feeling, like, during that time. And it's yeah. after, like, I'd sifted through everything else. Mm-hmm. But I'm she's like, too. I want to solve it right now. A, like, I'm like Aaron, It has to be Katie's done. Like I'm like you like We can't go to sleep. Like, like it's, it's got to be fixed Ugh. right now. And then for me, it's like – and then I get frustrated, and I come off more aggressive because I'm – literally like Same. i don't know how to yeah,
2: talk yeah like, yeah totally yeah. yes there
1: is there is sometimes like,
2: it's bad because then i'll say the mean thing just to uh, get him off my back you uh, know but i don't really mean that it's just like me exploding because i like whatever i can do to get space and i know like saying katie's got thing, claws i do
1: <laughs> we all do yeah i it, it's funny we i can't i think it was like one of your friends told us she like sat us down and she was like look dan you're going to want to like this is resolve hope.
2: this. This is hopey. Was it hope? Yeah.
1: She's like, you're going to want to resolve this in the moment. And you just got to know Katie needs some space. And she's <laughs> like, Katie, you're going to want to put this off and you need to know that Dan wants this resolved. Yeah. So you each need to give each other some assurance that you're going to get what you want. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's actually, that's super helpful. It is. One of the number one
0: reasons Aaron and I don't text really is for that exact reason. Yeah. Because like,
2: that's such. A, you guys don't text. I kind of really. love that. Uh,
0: Katie would love it if I, I didn't would text her. Love that. <laughs> I mean, we'll be like, "Hey, what's your schedule like?" Or, "Hey, yeah, this is what's going on."
1: Or, yeah, a photo here and there. But like, so much part- of our texting is about the business. Oh my and gosh! In, and, and it's not like like you know. I've been one thing I'm working on right now is actively sending more like lovey texts, like, "Hey, I miss you." Because for a period I, of, that
2: makes me so happy. Cause, keep working on that. Because.
1: <laughs> Exactly, because a period of time went by where it was just like, hey, did you get this done? Yeah. And it was like, (laughs) oh, why didn't you? You didn't do it this way. Every
2: time I check my text, I know it's going to be a work thing. So it'd be nice if it was like 50-50, like lovey work things, you know?
0: That is a whole conversation right there. Yeah. That is is that. That is awesome. Kudos to you for picking that up. Yeah. I, I've honestly been trying to do the same thing.
2: One thing I'll say about Dan is he does really make an effort. You know, like, no, you really do. Doesn't
1: always get it, but he doesn't tries. Always, <laughs>
2: doesn't always get it. Sometimes we have to keep trying, but he does try. And that's really sweet.
1: That, what you just said, I think I've literally applied that to our business, like from the get-go. And I think for a lot of your audience, those people, Like people that haven't started something that are trying to start something that's like the motto is like doesn't matter if you get it right just keep trying don't stop trying and eventually it'll be something that other people will think is is really cool you'll still know all the flaws to your business and they're never going to go away bigger
0: the business the bigger the flaws become that's ultimately what starts happening yeah you have things you can't even see and to your point like in relationships as well like the more successful you become like the bigger the risks that start happening is like Aaron and I are working on way bigger things than we used to. And like the risks are way greater, but we're ultimately stronger because of that. So I think my, my biggest takeaway up to this point is how you were talking about basically you shifted your positive entrepreneurship forces the growth mindset essentially. And if you're able to lean into that and grow from that, like anything is possible after that.
1: You also just brought up another interesting point. And Katie's mom, actually, I called her because Katie's mom just sold her business. Like Katie's family is very entrepreneur. My family is like Congratulations. not. Congratulations, that's awesome. Um, and, and so I called her and I was asking her about something else. But one of the things that came up was she's like, you know, whatever happens with the potions, like you guys are risk takers. And so I just have so much confidence in you guys because you guys take risks and you're smart about the risks that you take. And people that are willing to take risks Those are the people that get the high payoffs. And I see that with you and Aaron too. Like you guys are risk takers. And it's one of the things I love about going to Squatch because I feel like a lot of the people there are risk takers. Squatch is our gym,
2: by the way. And this is where
0: Team Red and Team Blue come in. I am like jump out of the airplane, build the parachute on on the way down. And she's not like that. She's like way more reserved in terms of risk, even from like – What are we saying on this podcast? Like, I feel I feel
1: weird talking about Aaron without her without her here. No, and this
0: brings up a good point. Like, I I literally had that idea on here after we we did a a shoot last week, and I was like, we're gonna do this like later this year. I'll have her, and we'll do like a couples podcast with drinking the potions or something like that because it's an idea. I just did a panel. We still uh, need a a double date. Yeah, Yeah. double date and podcast. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear your positives though. So, what are the positives? What the positives of starting to mesh yourself together into the business? Because it used to be just you with the blog. Yeah. And then now Dan is heavily involved.
2: It is really nice having a teammate and like going after something, knowing that like you have someone else who also has your back. Because I've been going at everything by myself for so long. And with Dan, I really do just feel like I have this built-in bestie and a a teammate that's going to help me if like there's something that... I can't do, it's not that it's, you know, I will go to him always. It's like there, I try and That's be resourceful. True. I try and be resourceful. You definitely go
1: to me always. <laughs> I go to
2: you a lot. I do, but not every time. But um, I'd say like that is one big positive about being a couple that starts a business is you you just have immediate support. Like I couldn't imagine, you know, founding a CPG business without a partner. There's just no way. I, I don't think I, I don't, I really don't think I could do it. So like that to me is a big positive. Someone and just that's having your back, yeah. Yeah, and just having the wins. Like there's like certain things that we both get so excited about. Like when our emails like start to look better, you know, we both just have these big smiles on our face and we're like all excited about that. How do you
1: feel about the new bags?
2: Oh, we love them. Yeah. Yeah, we love them.
1: I had a really good chat with one of the founders of The Hustle. I had like a mutual connection, so we, I got put in touch with him. And I was kind of going through everything that we've done so far. And he's like, do you have a website? And I was like, no, and This he goes, is before we had a website. He's like, what? People are messaging you on Instagram asking to buy it online. You don't have a website? And I was like, Well, you know, I'm 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 actively building. He goes, just put a buy button up. Yeah. He's like, that's better than nothing. Yeah. And, and he and everything that we went through, he's like, this is better than having nothing. Like he's like, at least get something. Yeah. And so a lot of last year was just getting something going. And, you know, now it becomes more of like an iterative process and improving everything. But it's funny that you can get so hung up on something being like perfect in your mind or maybe not even like perfect, but just thinking that it's like really good. But at the end of the day, like if something is is better than nothing, you know, I I think about like Fias and when he started prep to your door and they were putting things in like Ziploc bags and and bringing them to people. And and it's like, now look where he got to. And if he had never been willing to put stuff in like a Ziploc bag.
2: It wouldn't have started.
1: Yeah. and, And... there are people that will probably see that and think that your brand is not great, but and, and whatever, that's fine. Maybe eventually they'll come around, but there'll be plenty of people that like will meet you and get to know your story. Here's where your
0: wife's skill really comes in. If you can show the story of where you were at without that website to yeah. where you're at now, that gets what they call a thousand true fans. And that's what I've been focused on. And one of the reasons. I was on an earlier podcast today and I talked about why I I use social media and that's why it's important that like even though it doesn't matter to Dan but for Katie like the story that you've been able to tell to go from a blog to now the first iteration of the potions to now where you're at if you can continue to tell that like you're going to get true fans and they're going to be lifelong because they attach to oh, I could be like Katie because one of the things I've noticed, and you probably noticed this, anytime that I post a piece of content of like transformation or like this is where I was, this is where I'm at now, they always crush it. And I kind of thought like why is that? And I think deep down it's because it gives people hope that they could also start that thing or do that thing, especially as couples because a lot of couples out there I think – And this is a a testament to dan because a lot of the males want to drive the ship i would say in the in the front end department meaning like marketing they want to be the face and this is just me making general assumptions of what i've seen but it's the opposite in your case where you're driving the marketing ship and you're telling these stories and you're going to get so much buy-in just if you can tell that story and the reason that i'm even saying this is because when i started this podcast like it started off my phone like with yeah. Faez yeah. from Trap Your Door <laughs> on the rooftop of Whole Foods. If you go to episode one, can only be found on Podbean. Yeah. Um, for some reason, Apple and Spotify don't go all the way back. I don't know why, um, but you can hear the birds on that first podcast, and it is absolute trash.
1: It is so. But if bad. you had never done that, but you did it. You know, then this stuff Where, doesn't this happen.
0: So, I guess that leads me to ask you: like, were there any fears, or like? resistance oh we have them every single every week single day, yeah <laughs>
2: every week yeah we do for sure yeah i mean you know just in like formulating a really really great product and just like figuring it there's so much that goes into getting a cpg project right or product right dan and i are always like what the fuck oh my gosh what do we get ourselves into and then the next second we're like yeah. yes
0: let me refine that question a little bit. What was a pretty big level up?
1: I liked your last question too, though. My like corporate world wasn't actually really corporate world. Like I just, I love joining like within the first 25 employees. And so there is no process, there is no anything. And you kind of get to be like an entrepreneur in a company with a ton of money, you know? So it's like, you're not like the founder and you're not the person that You're working for something that is going to run out of money right away you're like the
0: infantryman
1: yeah yeah and and so i actually you know working in those jobs you go through ups and downs all the time of like man we're not going to make it this is a waste of my time to like oh my god we could ipo and and so within the our business like those things ring true too there's times where i'm like why are we doing this we could be so much happier if i just work and we get our weekends back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we don't work – I'm not like spending three hours every single night after work working on this, like responding, you know what I mean? Like trying to double my time. And
2: like, it's scary when it's your own money. And
1: it's so easy. But you know. but it's the same thing with everything. It's, it's like if you want to get into shape, there's that same voice that's going to talk you out of going to go the gym. If you're in a relationship with someone, at some point, there's going to be a voice that comes in your head that's going to talk you out of the relationship. Yeah. That's just like how anything that you've been doing for a long time works. And so I think the more that you can kind of like control that voice in your head and and like rest assured that like this is the process, you know, just keep mm-hmm. keep chugging away.
2: Consistency, consistency, consistency. And celebrating consistency. the small wins. Yeah.
1: That's kind
0: of been my opinion on that. I love that response. And it rings true for 100% of the people out there. We all have that little voice in our head that gives us resistance in some type of way, but there's the types of people that look for, okay, what is this resistance trying to really tell me? And then fight through the resistance. And then there's the people that just like bow down to it and let their fears control them.
1: I love you guys kind of relate ice baths to that and, and pushing through. Cause I am like such a baby with the ice baths. That voice is too loud for me. I get, I get out, (laughs) but, but it's like, it's so true. Like if you can control that, like ice is such like a great kind of training for that, you know, like you get, you basically are just controlling this voice. It's like, dude, you're going to die. Get out of this right now. Yeah, and then you don't die and it's pretty it's pretty cool.
2: So, I have been making potions for a really long time, like 10 years. Like my own, and I would always call them potions.
1: They didn't taste good back then. They were really bad, but they had a lot of function to them, that's for mm-hmm. sure. And
2: they still have a ton of function, you know, but it took me so long to refine something that like did what I wanted it to do and it would still taste good. But in the beginning, I didn't care if it tasted good or not. I just wanted those benefits more than anything.
1: My friends friends would would come over and we're like newly kind of dating, living together. And they'd like come over and she'd be like, you want me to make you a potion? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, okay. And then she'd be putting like clove and oregano. And they'd be like, dude, what is wrong with your girlfriend? But (laughs) they felt great. They did. And
2: then the next time they came, they'd be like, can I have another potion? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I so I've been doing it for a really really long time and I'm I'm just such a big believer in adaptogens.
0: So for people that don't know, what is an adaptogen?
2: So adaptogens are plants that have been scientifically proven to to basically strengthen the adrenals and specifically through the HPA axis, hypothalamus pituitary, which is in the brain and adrenals. And so it helps your body really like combat stress. You don't want to be fragile against stress. Like stress will always be there, but we all react to stress in different ways. Some people get sick. Some people break out. Some people their sleep is destroyed. Some people's mood becomes erratic. Some people you know, hold inflammation. And so those things will still like happen. How your body reacts to stress is how your body reacts to stress. But if you can make it more equipped to not, it's not going to be as bad. Like that's what adaptogens do. They strengthen your adrenals. They strengthen the way your body reacts to stress. Now, why is is that important? It's super important because if you want to live a high quality life or you're not stressed all the time, you know, or if you are stressed all the time, like you're going to get beat down. Stress is the biggest killer. And so you have to get a handle on that. And the thing is is like there's bigger boulders to move, right? Circadian rhythm, healthy diet, practicing mindfulness, all of that. Like, you know, I feel like potions has its its place, but you have to do a ton of different things, right, to really manage stress, but You know, I just think it's so important. If you want to be more creative in life, like you you have to be a little bit less stressed. You know, you can't create in a super stressful environment all the time. If you want more mindful relationships, you need to be a little bit less stressed. You can't just like go into every relationship stressed out the ass, in a bad mood. If you want to get in the best shape of your life, you can't be super, super stressed. It's just not going to happen.
0: I want to validate the potion because like coming into... This podcast, like I've had a really long day already, and um, been on the go all day, and my adrenals were like shot. I can, yeah, I'm I'm so in tune with my body now. I can Same. tell my adrenals are shot. And then you guys come in, and you're like, oh, like we're we're kind of frustrated with each other. And then my adrenals immediately start pumping again. I'm like, oh my god, I'm already. I I told Aaron like when I went back yeah. the second time to, because I forgot something. Uh, for those listening I forgot something for the podcast and I had to run back and go get and I told us like I'm burning on fumes right now like I need to chill after this and literally I don't have that feeling anymore yeah. after having that
1: potion. It's a
2: powerful potion. It, re- it I'm so glad that you like and it CJ. And
1: stress isn't just like caused by negative things in our life like stress is also caused from like the things that we eat. People that work out a lot for example, you know that the rise in men that are getting um,
2: adrenal burnout, hypothyroid. It's not okay. You
1: see these guys that are Ironman trainers, and you know they're just going so hard, like that rise and grind mindset that we all have just and they're drink not more caffeine for their
2: adrenals alongside.
1: and you know and then the symptoms are that is you get really tired you know your adrenals the cortisol isn't able to to keep you awake anymore and so it's like oh i'm gonna grab an energy drink oh i'm gonna grab this pre-workout and just rely on caffeine as this energy source and so part of
2: and you've been there before dan i was
1: 100 that person yeah and so the the first potion that we put out that we decided to put out was like a big reason like the it's we call it the stress and stamina blend but that's what
2: we're drinking right now the reason why i do feel blissed out too by the way i'm so happy you're also feeling the reason
1: why we we went with that one first was because i was just like that guilty person of always drinking a ton of coffee even in four in the afternoon if i needed to get more work done like i was going to keep going oh i need to go to the gym i'm going to drink this pre-workout so being able to rely on something else this isn't meant to be like the caffeine boost but something that can help me like counterbalance like that caffeine intake that I'm taking every day.
2: Mm -hmm, For sure. And there's blood builders in it too. And I'm a huge believer that a big reason people have stamina issues is also just poor blood circulation. They're sitting all the time. It's so important to nourish your blood. So like all of our blends have that in it, blood nourishers. So it gets the blood going. I love it as a pre-workout.
0: I feel great. I always have felt great when I take it. Aaron loves it. And we, I mean, we've loved it since you were at native. Yeah. And,
2: and dosage matters.
0: I wanted to know like really the backstory of how they even become a thing. And then I have a question for you, Dan, when did you start believing that this was a business? Because I know what it's like to be a significant other and be like someone, the, the other half has have an no idea. idea how, and many many like,
1: could, how, how many other business ideas I've heard? That weren't <laughs> potions. So basically, Katie had this blog and and it was getting like 500,000 people a year. We were like two bozos, not capitalizing it as good as we could. So we decided to start trying to really capitalize on it. Long story short, the website ended up getting basically hijacked by this developer that we had hired. And all we were left with is a domain name and like not really any content. So I was like, okay, well, we're basically starting from scratch. You still have this audience. We could like you know you could promote products on instagram but like I was that's so that's not her. a good one we thought about doing like courses and then i was like look we're like scrambling to figure something out take take like i think i gave you like one or two months i was like just yeah. take like two months and just just think about what it is that you would want to do if we started something that that you could really get behind that you felt like it wasn't just something to make money but like it it made you like actually motivated to keep doing it. Cause if, cause I, we're not going to always, we're not even making money off of it really. Like we are, you know, cause we're just putting it all back into the business. So it's like, I didn't want her to only care about doing something for the money because <laughs> as soon as you realize you're not going to make money for the first like year or two, then you're going to be, consistency goes down. Yeah, there. exactly. And, and I remember we were walking Lady Bird Lake and you're like, all right, you can't laugh at this idea. And I was like, Oh God, here we go. (laughs) You're starting, starting it off that way. And then you were like, what if like these potions that I make? And I was like, Oh, that's actually really interesting. Um, and I didn't, I didn't know anything about like the space. I didn't, I didn't know, like, you know, we obviously have competitors. I didn't know any of that stuff even existed. So I was like, Whoa, like that's, that's actually really interesting. How do we explain what they are to people?
2: I was like, I know I can do it the best because I had been setting it for a really long time. And I knew what brands were missing is the amounts that they were using way too low, the quality that they're using way too low. Or it's like it has all this extra filler, gums, other stuff yeah, that is just like, that. you know, I was like, I knew there was a white space in the so, blend market. It was
1: so serendipitous, like the way it worked out. So Katie started doing some formulation And we had like come up with some rough ideas of how to make it. Like, I was basically like, just make it taste good. That was like my first thing. I was like, because right now they don't taste good. I put up with it, but like, no one will actually buy it if it doesn't taste good. I mean, that's where your sales experience comes in. Like, it has to be a good product. And and so she's doing that. And then Baldo reaches out and he's like, hey, we're going to do this thing at Native. And if you want to like do a panel or something like that, like, you totally can. And I was like, whoa, what if we just opened up like a little potion stand yeah
2: potion cafe and
1: it was just like such a, i was like this is a perfect way to test this out yeah and,
2: and they were so supportive they let us have the native lounge like in the back and there's no foot traffic or anything they let us have it um in the mornings for free on fridays and saturdays for a full month and that's where potions really were born
1: and talking about like doubting yourself that's where you just feel like you're like naked on stage mm-hmm. and and having you know friends like baldo and nurse doza just being like you guys are gonna
2: kill it and like, you cj yeah. you guys were one of the first to came come like,
1: by i remember you like tried. you're like you just you're like i want to see what you guys are doing
0: back there yeah dude the peppermint got me you were adding it like some so peppermint type, um yeah and, and i do that with the like at home i add they have like peppermint almond milk or whatever i don't even know aaron gets it so i'll put it in there and it's like fuck this is so good oh my god! <laughs> like gosh. especially during the winter like for me waking up it's like dark and like yeah. I wake up early there's no sun and I'm just like looking for that extra thing also that's not caffeine because I don't want caffeine right away yeah and this fills that and then I just feel great going into my day and it's like that little warm thing that helps out so it's really cool to hear that story and I, I honestly didn't know that that was like the first that's the beauty of it you could tell that you've been working together in partnership on other things prior to that because I had no clue that that was like the first time you actually. Oh man,
1: we were so, it's funny. We were like so nervous. Like it, that's the other the other cool part about um, as the business grows, like you become nervous about different things. So like, I remember the first, the first like pop-up day we're like, is anyone gonna come? Like, I are people know. gonna like it? You know, we're getting nervous. And then like after a few, you're kind of used to it. And, and then there we- was a
2: girl that showed up right at 8 a.m. when we started. And I will always remember her and be so grateful. It just meant, the world to me it, of we she has yeah, no idea but it gave me this vote of confidence you know it really is like the people that make it
1: yeah 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 i, I think I, it's true people don't realize the first farmer's market that we did i remember some people bought it but i remember there was like one person that really was like this is such an incredible product like you guys are going to do really well at this yeah. farmer's market and just one conversation probably didn't mean anything to that person but those things totally keep you going you don't forget them
2: you can give a lot to brands by being like a consumer that cares like people don't realize how much their kind words their support they're reposting you they're tagging you means so much like to them it might just be like this like simple thing you know but to a a brand it means so much i'll get messages on the potion brands of like girls like they'll send me like a full like paragraph of how they're using it what they've noticed what they've loved and i'm just like thank you so much because like you didn't have to do that you know like you didn't have to take those like 30 seconds a minute or whatever and write me like but you did and because of that, it gives me this fuel to want to keep going.
0: And and that's how we're here today. Like that's how entrepreneurs – I think the good-hearted entrepreneurs, like the, the way I even made it to the episode that I'm at is the people that – I'll just get one message. Like one is worth it. The, I think the coolest story I have um, from the podcast, it relates kind of to what you're saying where my buddy Ian Grossman, he's a realtor here in town he was on my show and he started his brother started this nonprofit called community bucket in atlanta and then ian brought it here to austin and he was talking about it on the podcast and someone in chicago reached out to his brother and was like i want to start this nonprofit section in chicago wow. so then ian connects with me and it was like hey do you know this person they like listen to your podcast so i was like i have no idea who that is so even outside of me them DMing me or whatever, like they took action to make the world a better place, like just because of something I created. And the beauty of like what you're creating is like every morning, like there's multiple of me that are drinking this thing and then going about their day, making some type of impact or being a better partner or things like that. So it's really cool when you like kind of dial and peel back the onion and, and recognize that. And for you, you're a supporter of tons of other brands and that's where you have this double-sided understanding of like what it's like to be on the consumer side versus what it's like to be on the producer side so thank you for sharing that story i I really appreciate it i think people are going to take a lot from it but it's like the last 10 minutes and i kind of want to switch it up a little bit yeah Uh make it a little fun (laughs) what is the most annoying thing about each other
1: i feel like i already know you're gonna say
2: i would honestly say when i just want to chill and you don't let me chill I'm like master chiller. Taking time to rest will never be an issue for me. You know how there are people who are like, go, 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 go. Like that will never be me. I love to rest and chill.
1: Just to clarify, I'm not like this hopped up on speed. (laughs) No, he's not. You were
0: like, like, is Dan coked out all the time? No,
2: he's definitely definitely
0: not. I definitely chill. When you were talking about coffee, you're really talking about that white stuff,
2: right? (laughs) We're both We're both high intensity people for sure. We're both kind of like intense personalities in certain ways, but in different ways. But like, you know when I'm like setting the scene and I'm like getting in. I just put on my sweatpants. I got my book. I'm like about to read, and Dan like busts in and he's just like, "All right, we got to get this done. Did you proofread this?" Like, <laughs> when you know. when
1: is the last it's, time that even happened? It's
2: <laughs> it's happened before.
1: Okay. Yeah. But hey, that's, it's her turn. Yes. Let her speak. It's but how she my, feels.
2: My yeah. Thing.
1: So like you, I think sometimes people use the like ADHD as an adjective to describe. A behavior, mm-hmm. but Katie and I have talked. I I think you actually do have ADHD. Oh, I do. I've been you know? diagnosed. Yeah, and and um, I know it's like you can't control that. Yeah, but it it can be. Of course, be, it's going to
2: be hard for you. Yeah, though. yeah. It
1: can be really frustrating sometimes, just because sometimes something needs to happen, and it doesn't even necessarily have anything to do with the business. Sometimes, like something literally just needs to be done, and I'm like. All right, like I'll go do this, you know. And it's a very minor thing, but I'd say like that would probably be the most annoying thing. Is just like every now and then I'm like, oh gosh, dang it! Like yeah. couldn't you couldn't just remember to do that?
2: I know I dropped the ball a little too much sometimes.
1: That's like what you always say. That's yeah. always Katie's response. Oh, I know I dropped the ball.
2: Well, I just I'm trying, sorry.
0: That's what you, know. you love about it. So I know. that that question was meant to be the thorn of the rose. So the next part is the rose, the actual rose. So what do you love about the person? What is like something small that you love about them the most?
1: I just like Katie's compassion for other people. Katie is like a true cheerleader for me. So that's kind of why I like it. Like I I, I appreciate when she does it for other people, but I think, um, you know, we always see something in ourselves, but Katie was one of the first people to really like, I feel like truly believe in my, my real potential and like cheer that on and and bring that out in a really great way and so that that just like has always meant a lot
2: oh i love cheering for people it's my favorite thing
1: but but specifically me right
2: yeah, Of course, <laughs> definitely that's a yes. woman you marry bro yeah definitely yeah. you know i'm your number one fan my favorite thing is just how funny dan is he's so goofy you know and like when he like lets loose it's just so like I've never when I'm not al-
0: uptight on <laughs> yeah I mean dude you might you you have to, you're about to start your pot like do more solo podcasting stuff yeah. at your house like I think Dan has to to make some appearances no he like,
2: does I had him on 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 mine and it was like one of the most number one viewed and it was things. but it was an
0: interrogation She just asked me questions <laughs> the whole time <laughs> but you show like I like I mean just most of the time we interact it's like at the gym or somewhere else and it's just yeah. like that's you don't get a chance to just like roll the shoulders back a little bit, but yeah, it, for sure, you definitely have a knack. So
2: yeah, that's awesome to see. He's good. But yeah, he's so funny. Keep it coming,
1: guys. Keep it. <laughs> he's
2: so funny. And another thing I will say that I really like about Dan is you do always know where you stand with him. And there are times when I'm just like, oh my gosh, like he's so blunt. Like I'm so like nervous for him to. We you were know, joking meet this on the person.
1: way here. I was like, you didn't sh- like share any of the questions with me. Like I don't. I don't want to say the wrong thing (laughs) like her her and literally my best friend are like always kicking me in social situations to like stop talking about something you're like stop shut up
2: but at the same time i do appreciate that because you're so you're so real you will you do not like sugarcoat things and like you just like like you know debate or you just like like devil's advocate but i know it comes from a place of like because you enjoy that when someone's like that with you yeah so you, CJ think- and
1: I had a debate. Yeah, like I think it was like yesterday or the day before at the gym, and someone was like, oh, "Like, are you guys still arguing?" And we're like, "No, we that we just like had different viewpoints on something and had a conversation about it. You guys both love
2: it. to dig. Both of you guys do love to like. Yeah, che- our dig- friend
0: Chelsea was there, and I could tell she it was getting a little bit awkward for her. And but like for me, like I wasn't taking anything personal. Yeah. We were just going back and forth. Yeah. It's rare, like when I so when I find it, I think that's what it really is. Is like it's so rare to for me to be. I could do it with my brother. Yeah. And I grew up with that, but it's so rare for me to be able to just like go back and forth with, like we had talked about six when she came back and asked that we were talking about like six different things. Yeah, 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 like, for sure. We just go on and on and on and on and yeah. on. And like it's it's a rare. It's okay thing. if people don't agree with what you believe in. <laughs> mm-hmm. but that doesn't sure. mean I'm going to change what I believe and yes. that's where it's like he has the same mentality versus yeah. a lot of people that's why you
2: guys have respect like, well, for each other you know you'll always like uncover new truths or sides So we have to be
1: careful how deep we get into the <laughs> sauna because next thing you know we're like it's just a battle to see who can stay in there
0: so I've learned my lesson in the sauna like because like the whoop and the aura ring. So like if, if I'm in there with certain people and like we just keep going on and on and on, yeah, I'll get dehydrated in my whooping. So like I've been pretty good about like that uh, recently. But I love that you both answered that. Um, the reason I really asked that is because I think a lot of people and a lot of couples, what you mentioned earlier with the texting is like people, we just going all the time and just asking your significant other like, what do I do that annoys you? And then what do you love about me and then that way like at the end of the day sometimes it's like okay i could probably be a little bit less annoying in that arena and then on the on the things that you love it's always nice to understand why someone cares about you uh and vice versa so if you're listening to this this valentine's day i challenge you to ask your significant other or potential significant other talk about that um but we're getting close to wrapping up here and i have One last question before we get into our wrap-up, and that would be, what would be a tip that each of you would give to a couple out there that is looking to start a business together? And it it could be something not to do. It could be
1: something that would be a tip. We joked about this question on the way here. We're like, don't do it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would say, you know, sometimes it's easy. Like If you're going to go head on into a business with your partner, like to you're so siloed just like the two of you, but I would seek outside advice for sure. Like I've had some women who have just been so helpful for me. Like I have a friend like Helen, she runs Blender Bombs. Like she's hopped on the phone with me and given me really, really great advice. And it's so good to get just outside our perspective. So you can always keep coming to the table like with something fresh and new, like to your, for your partner and like Allie of Oat House, like she's given me advice and I'll just call girls up or I'll text them or something and get like advice. I do think it's good that I've like always talked to other people also about the business and then taking it to date. I feel like if I just kept the conversations between just him and I, I'd go a little bit.
0: Before you answer, I've seen your growth because like, I feel like at Squatch and like that. You see me getting my pump on. Well, you seem like you've been able to continue to ask more questions. Like it's, it's something that I see I've seen him do a lot is like pick ideas off of people. And like, even just like telling me how you're looking for advisors, but that is super
1: good advice,
0: textbook advice. So I love that.
1: There's two ways to think about it. There's like, from a business perspective, if you're starting a business with your couple, like how are you going to pay for things? Right. So like money is actually very important. For us, we didn't raise capital. We didn't get a loan. We didn't do any of that stuff. But we're set up in a way where we're able to live and work on this business without taking money from the business so it can continue to grow. So that'd be the first thing that's really important because if both of you are working on that, then you're potentially making no money. So that'd be the first part I'd want to figure out. The other one would be like, really just digging into like, why do you want to do this? And not like you, like, you know, you don't have to be someone that's like, I want to save the world. Like you don't, that doesn't have to be your reason to start a business, but like, what is the reason that you're going to like go really hard on this? What is the reason why at 1030 at night, you're going to like work on this or on Saturdays and Sundays, you're going to give up hanging out with friends to go do this. If you both are aligned on that, then like, that's going to help you weather a lot of the challenges that, that you're going to wind up facing amazing advice uh
0: coming from somebody who's had to learn all three of those things the hard way
1: money like as much as people don't want to want to talk about it's like unfortunately it's a very important topic you no longer have health insurance like very real so i've been there done that those are all
0: great tips and if you want more of those tips and you want to connect with dan and katie what is the best way for people to get connected with y'all
1: I mean, you can always reach out to the uh, potions account.
2: Violet fog potions. Violet like the color. Fog like the weather. Potions. Violet fog potions.
1: That was awesome. I've never heard you say that. That that was like literally
0: off the (laughs) dome.
2: Well, I'm at at farmer's markets all the time and people are like, what's your handle? So I always say it like that because they're always like violent, violent, you know.
0: That was awesome. Yeah. Or Katie Yurko.
2: Yeah, at Katie Yurko. Katie,
0: like the girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yerko like your old last name yeah (laughs) I know I'm like what do you think of Katie Brickham
2: yeah Yeah. K-A-T-E-Y Y-U-R-K-O awesome yeah and we're vfpotions.com
0: awesome I love it please connect with them they're beautiful human beings and I know that they can support you on your journey if you're thinking about starting something with your significant other I have one last question this is posed at Dan because you were already on my show and you answered this question so Mr. Brigham what does thriving mean to you when i say the word
1: thriving off the dome man in your gut what does it mean to me right now it means enjoying the mundane moments that you know are just happening around you every single day like we you know because we 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 can think of thriving as a thing that we're going to get to but thriving is like that journey of getting there Mm -hmm. and 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 enjoying it right because you could not (laughs) mic drop yeah if you're all right enjoying mr the journey. wisdom
0: that's awesome yeah i love that and it's it's really just being appreciative of every moment that you get because yeah. the mundane is really what gets you to the exciting
1: yeah forgetting your microphone having to drive back seeing aaron yeah, yeah you, to you gotta enjoy that, that. yeah mm-hmm. and we, i did i turned on
0: the i turned on a song so this is like it's a great way to end uh i i really appreciated that and on the way on the way back over so i've i've learned that i have triggers for myself so it's like i'm like i'm like gonna be late now because i and we're not gonna be set up uh little did i know that you guys were having a little argument and (laughs) (laughs) like it would set some time back anyway right that's how the universe works but i turned on like a song that i can just like jam out to and like get in the
1: moment what was the song
0: i think it's called uh you know the song, Come on. Is it memories? It's it's like eight, three eight in or something. like some song that Aaron has on her playlist. Okay, It's just like she runs to it. So I just put I've been listening to her running playlist, and I just put it on and just was like,
2: you'll have to out. post it on your story.
0: I will do that. Right That'll be the this. outro song. You guys are gonna hear. <laughs> yes, but again, thank you so much for spending a Friday afternoon with me. I, I really appreciate thank it and, you, at the, CJ. and at the end of every podcast, I always kind of uh, reflect on like what the biggest takeaways were. And I'm gonna take one from each of you. So, for Dan, the biggest takeaway I had from this episode was really about how entrepreneurship and growing something together teaches us so much more about life and our relationship than people really actually talk about. I don't I think this is a good content thread to go down because I don't see a lot of people talking about that, but I felt that wholeheartedly that Aaron and I's relationship has gotten stronger because we both lean into the entrepreneurial and creative tendencies in different ways and it has made us ask questions about ourselves and then ultimately get stronger as a unit. And then from Katie, it's your ability to just be super authentic. And it's not that Dan isn't authentic, but like in your like, I need to relax. This is who I am, I'm, I'm chilling. Like I think a lot of women really Need to stand their ground, yeah, like you do, and I look up to it, and I know Aaron, Aaron looks up to it as well, because we need a world where it's not just man men standing their ground and and sticking to their beliefs. It's yeah. women that are. Have a strong belief system and know what they're best at and what they're not, and are okay with leaning on their their partner. Yeah. Um, and men, vice versa, leaning on your partner for that other half. So, again, thank you so much for the awesome conversation. I'm very much looking forward to having Aaron on here and having um, the four of us twos and going on that date. But I can't wait. For whoever listened to this episode, the best thing that you can do for Katie and Dan is please share it with your friends or your family or significant others that you think could have a takeaway from this. And if you're looking for a badass drink for your mornings, your middays, or even your early evenings, check out their Violet Fog potions. I love it and I can vouch for it and I'm going to be drinking it for the foreseeable future. So hit them up. And then lastly, if you could rate and review the episode, that would be just lovely. But until next time, this is CJ Finley with the Thrive on Life podcast. Thrive on, y'all. What's up, y'all? This is CJ again. And on behalf of the small team here at Thrive on Life, I'd like to thank you for listening to one of our episodes. Our mission in life is to help people like you feel your passion and make every heartbeat count. And we realize the best way to do this is together as a team. So we'd love for you to join in on this mission and connect with like-minded individuals within our Thrive on Life community. To do so, please head to thriveonlife.com and connect with us there. We'd love to chat with you. Before I sign off, I'd like you to always remember one thing. When we strive together, we thrive together. So please do your part in helping others thrive on life.